Hi, this is Grant for Fish Pants JP. Today we ended up talking about things that surprised you when you got to Japan. And I'm here with Lindsay. Hello. And Rie. Yahoo. <laughs> and this is Grant, and Patrick is behind the mic on the production bagel cushion. Mine's <laughs> 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 oh, got a bagel cushion. This, this is podcast one of possible millions, and we spent time talking about what do we talk about? Safety and police. Price of living, mm-hmm. unusual, racy, sexy festivals. <laughs> we did. Yeah. And some other odd bits and pieces. And this is Fishpants JP, and you can find us on the web at fishpants.jp and Facebook at Facebook slash fishpantsjp. All right, so let's talk about some stuff. Today we're talking about what surprised us when we first got to Japan. There's a lot there. <laughs> sure is. All right. So, so, how long ago was that, Grant? About two years ago. Wow. Two years ago. So for you? For me, I guess about a year and a half ago. Yeah. And for you? Ria. Um, Twenty-four years. Twenty-four years. <laughs> so Ria is our. Were you surprised? Our, yeah. <laughs> our Japanese, authentic Japanese member of That's this right. team, which is very important to get a real perspective on things. Yeah, so. I guess. Japanese very well. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And yeah, so what what do you think us gaijin foreigners are surprised by? What is your take on that? We arrive here. What 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 gets us surprised? What do you think? Maybe service. Service. Yes. Okay. So so you mean like the yes and all that kind of stuff and all. Yeah. Very formal. Very uh, polite service. Mm. Mm. How do you think services in a, in foreign countries? Oh no, I think uh, not as good. <laughs> rubbish. Yeah, a bit. A bit rubbish. Okay. Yeah, it, it does tend to be. Yeah, I think I think Japanese service is generally formal. It's very structured. It's like you're dealing with robots. I find that. That's a yeah. really good example. Like a robot, because you don't like. It's good and bad because you. If you go to a restaurant, you're going to get your food's going to arrive on time. You're not going to make a mistake, etc., which is cool. But there's no personality sometimes attached with mm-hmm. the people. You know, like, you know, you get you know your regular restaurant you go to, you kind of expect maybe some chit chat or something. But there's none of that. You're not going to get any of that. Absolutely. Um, so I'm from Texas, and I actually prefer friendliness to uh, quickness. Mm. I would rather have something be uh, friendly and at a good pace than fast service that is only respectful and polite, yeah. but not friendly. And I, I would actually, I'd take a bit of, even a bit of crap service in between for the sacrifice of having really warm, good service. It's yeah. But, but, yeah, I don't know, that's, I guess, yeah, it's, it's a good way. Because people who come here on holiday, they, they go to... Yeah, they they here for like the week, two weeks, and they think the service is incredible because all they get is that initial awesome, fantastic, good service. That I think they don't realize that even after going to the same place for two years, you're still going to get an identical service. It doesn't become any more welcoming or anything. That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. If I go to the I same know. restaurant or the same bar every week, I'm going to want them to remember yeah, you me. You do, yeah. Oh, your regular drink. I oh, call cool. Lindsay's back. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it that like you know? Triple scotch again. You know me too well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so maybe, maybe. What do you think if you go to like a izakaya, you know, like the, mm. the Japanese bars, and you've mm. got your bottle of sake, mm. kind of? Do you think that's more warm and welcoming? Yeah. Okay, so that that's mm. where it's at. Okay. Mm. Cool. But for for the most part, if you're just going to like a normal chain restaurant, you're gonna get very. I don't know, step by step kind of typical mm-hmm. for you as well. So if you go, if you go back yeah. to Bronco Billy like ten times in a <laughs> month, are they gonna re- treat you differently? You think? Mm, I don't think. I so. think you got a problem maybe, mm. but other than that, they're not gonna welcome mm. back. Yeah, I don't know. Is that the one yeah. in Komaki? <laughs> we saw it. The shrine. We saw it at the penis festival. <laughs> the penis festival. That that's a shock. That's festivals, it. isn't it? Oh, Matsuri. Mm. Festivals. So we've mm. got, yeah, well, we've got we've got the penis festival. Mm-hmm. Lindsay experienced the penis festival, and I did from penis festival country, <laughs> from the actual yeah. origin. So tell us uh, what happened. Penis festival. What goes on at the penis festival? 
Well, Lindsay, you want to go to the Venus Festival? Well, it was the Fertility Festival, so it happens um, in the beginning of spring, same time every year, and they actually parade um, giant wooden portable shrines, and sometimes there's giant wooden cocks, <laughs> and they parade them down the street. Okay. It's, yeah. It was the most foreigners I'd seen in one place outside of, like, Kyoto. Were the foreigners respectful of this, or were they kind Everyone of... was drunk. They were the same okay. as the Japanese. So it wasn't, Everyone like, embarrassingly, was... like, the foreigners were just laughing their ass off, and all the Japanese were really serious, or was it, like... No, not at this one. Okay. But three years ago, we did go to the Kawasaki Fertility Festival at Kanamara, oh. Kanon, <laughs> and there, the foreigners seemed to be really drunk, mm. uh, really... Not disrespectful, but... We we saw a bunch of people that were just completely wasted, mm-hmm. faster than the Japanese got mm-hmm. wasted, so it was not balanced. Mm-hmm. But yeah. at the Komaki Festival outside Nagoya, it was pretty balanced. Everyone yeah, good. is in a great mood. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, good old mm-hmm. <laughs> penis festival. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a culture shock. And then you got you got the the Naked Man Festival as well, and that's yes. another one of yeah the naked. Mm. I don't know about that. It's I don't know a lot about it either. I know it's, it's a... Actually. Okay, you know a lot. Here it goes. Yeah. Okay, here we go. I've never <laughs> yeah. been there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but from, from... I don't know, what is it to promote? What is it like? It's not, is it fertility? Is it... What is it for men? Like a masculinity thing? Is it... Is it... Mm-hmm. There, there seems to be... There seems to be one guy... Who's chosen as a naked man. And this is a privilege, I believe. Wow. If you're like, I don't know how you become him, if you're just popular or whatever, but somehow you get this naked man guy. Then a lot of people are wearing very little clothes, like loincloth kind of things. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, and um, they chase this poor guy, I think. <laughs> no, no, really. No, I'm serious. That, 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 I believe, is he's supposed to kind of run through the town. I don't know if he is fully naked. What I don't happens know. if they catch him? I think there's... I don't know what happens. I don't know. What happens if he gets away? I don't know. <laughs> he's he he's still away? running now. They never caught him from the last festival. <laughs> <laughs> That's the guy I saw Yeah, he's still, he's still running. He's down now. He's, he's, he's... Yeah. So, um... <laughs> no, I think... Yeah, that, that festival, I don't know. We'll, we'll go to it at some stage. I think that would be a really interesting thing to see. But I know that that also has a fair guide in attendance. Yeah. Um, there was a few articles written about that came up. So, yeah. But um, yeah. What else? Anything else you got? I mean, what from? So I'm from South Africa, okay. which is a little bit more dangerous than normal. And <laughs> Japan has got a reputation for being very safe. Did yes. you find that? What do you think, Lindsay? Is it safe as? I think it's or? really safe. Um, so I'm from Dallas, Texas, which is a big city. Um, and in Dallas, there are some parts where I wouldn't, as a woman, walk alone at night. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom, who's of another generation, always warned me about driving in certain areas mm. at night. Um, I don't think that's ever a big deal. But, um, yeah, there are places I wouldn't yeah. walk alone. There are also places in Dallas I wouldn't go with Patrick. Um, even he couldn't protect me from, like... Somebody mugging me. I think mugging would be the biggest. Patrick, uh, our producer, is looking a bit peeved for that. Yeah. He thinks he's, he's more than able to yeah. <laughs> fend off the gangsters. But the but. biggest thing in Japan is there's very little violent crime. If there That's is true. crime, it's just property crime, maybe yeah. theft. And or um, Yakuza kind of based white crime. Yeah, so Yakuza, it's the mafia gang thing. Yeah. And... From what I've heard from my Japanese friends, they mostly commit crimes against other Yakuza. So if you're mm. not involved, you don't have to worry. Yeah, I'd say yeah, it sticks more corporate. It's more on that side, I think. It's, you know, for, for your average citizen, it's not really going to be affected by it. But, but yeah, the, um, I suppose in Japan, like how many times I've felt threatened, you know, um, if I could call it that. So I mean, Japan doesn't really have guns. Right. You have to. It's such a rigorous process if you want to have guns. You know, you, it's mostly for just for hunting, mm-hmm. and even then, I believe it's quite a process of getting a permit requires. Wow. Even well, of course, like a psychological testing, but even you know your neighborhood and your wife and your all that they'll ask everybody at, um, for you know is he able or she able to get a gun? Should we give her one? Wow. And of course, you got to keep the shells, and you know, they will come and report. You know, how many 
you claim you've shot in the air and how many you say of course and all this, but but that's very shocking to me yeah, okay no well we're supposed to do that in south africa but i think the thing is we can get guns as far as like a normal citizen can go into a gun shop and get a gun so you have to have a test to get a gun of course mm-hmm. you know go through some training but but the actual police checking up on your gun usage mm-hmm. i think they're overwhelmed but you know there's just too many people and i mean if they they're going to be they're going to have to have like an actual department within this within the police squad actually god right it's not <laughs> check every single house in the neighborhood you know it's going to take them years so i don't think people worry about it too much um but up in japan i, I can't imagine there that many people really with guns i mean i've met one person that's husband had a gun but they had a house more northern japan one of those prefectures not not a kaido but just below that and they actually yeah. did go hunting wow. and so he had a permit for that but oh yeah i don't know um but the so the actual rate of being threatened, you know, if somebody is going to do anything to you, it's probably going to be more with a knife or something or things like that or more just physical kind of, I don't know. Yeah, so your actual, you don't worry for your life yet, I think. I think that's zero. Yeah, that's I think there's zero worry about that. And I think even you're going to, uh, you're not going to easily come across anything more that's even going to make you worry about losing your wallet or phone or anything. And people just leave them on chairs here. One of my friends yeah. did have her purse stolen. She left it in her bicycle basket during dinner, and we were across oh, from the Pachinko wow. parlor. Yeah. Well, you see, yeah, if, I think if you're leaving your bag in your bicycle basket outside a gambling establishment at night time, that actually kind of shows the degree of how people perceive safety in Japan, that there really is no problem, I guess. I don't know. Well, she was foreign, so she didn't know. <laughs> she didn't know. Well, that's the... She didn't. I guess she just assumed it would be safe. Mm-mm. Yeah. That's a bit of hard luck. But the, um, and what, 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 uh, the Uriah, have you had any problems with, with crime? Oh, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Zero. Zero. And friends? Have you had anyone? Uh, your one friend, didn't Sarah, didn't she have a bike stolen? So she found it. Oh, yeah. oh yes, yes, yeah. yes. But she found it again. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But she found it again. I've heard this story come up as well. People I've spoken to, they've lost their bikes or whatever, and then they've gone down to the station and they go, no, that's my bike. I don't know how you come across your bike again, huh. but I've, I've heard the story. People, like someone just borrowed it. You know, I thought, oh, well, you know, I really need to get, to get going somewhere. And yeah. Wow. Let's take this bike, yeah. That's desperate. That is, yeah. Mm. But it happens because you're also supposed to register your bike, aren't you? You're supposed yeah. to have an actual, like, Ours something. Is your, am I, uh, well, yeah, I'm going to jail after this. But the. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but my bike, um, I got it from a company which was with a previous. English teacher, mm-hmm. and they just said, oh, well, he's gone now, so you can use it. So I used it. And then I actually left it in the apartment I moved from. I left it there for a while because I couldn't bring it on the train to get to where I moved to. Right. I just left it there, and then eventually I brought it back. And I've been stopped by the police twice on my bike, um, asking who I am or what I'm doing. Um, this is something that happens. Um, oh, wow. Apparently, it's like a community check thing. It's nothing, it's not like, ah, oh, foreign out of bicycle, he must have stolen it. You know, it's, 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 <laughs> it's nothing like that, but it's... I think just checking with the neighborhood, kind of, if there's somebody new they haven't seen before and that. It's more in your small towns. You're not going to come across that in the city centers. Wow. But at least where I was, it was more just residential areas and, you know, they, they think saw they, someone right along. Yeah, they you, assume you know, it's their you, business to yeah. know everything that's going on in the ward. Mm-hmm. In Which the is fair enough. I've, I've heard police also, when people have moved into a neighborhood, police have visited their house just to check who they are. Not, not, not in, you know, not, not, not for any purposes of like, there's, there's no interrogation. It's not like that. It's just to see, um, where do you work? What times are you here? You know, like this is the neighborhood. These are the areas that aren't good and stuff like that, huh. which I think is lovely. I mean, if I moved in, I got the personal peace visit saying, welcome. And you know, this is where you should and shouldn't go and what things to take in mind. That would sound you know, um. wonderful to me, but I've never heard of, I don't know. That was on another, some no. video I saw. That sounds awful to me. Because no, you don't like that? Well, I think it sounds quite like... No, they need as little information about me as possible. <laughs> but they it depends don't... what information you got to disclose. No, I mean, they I... don't need to know anything. I'm not causing any trouble. If I cause trouble, then they need they will find out or they need to know. I guess. But okay. if I am doing everything properly, they don't need to know when I'm coming and going. Why mm. do they need that information? Well, they don't even know when you're coming. I mean, they, they don't need to know when you're exactly coming. Right? They just seem to want to know... Like, 
even medical issues or things like that. What? Et cetera. <laughs> no, no, no. It's even worse. No, 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 this no, no, like, no. This is like no. 1984. This yeah. is getting worse and worse. No, but say, say you're, you've just moved in. So new people, they've got to, okay, new people have moved in. They're two 90-year-old women. And maybe the police just think, well, you know, we should just bear in mind who's in the community. What type of people do we actually have to deal with? I think for it, it can prove a purpose just to know what, what people are there. If everybody's just nice, employed, and normal people, then that's absolutely fine. But uh, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm, okay, Rhea, what do you think? Have you heard of this happening? I've, I've got video evidence mm-hmm. of this happening. Some other guy recorded it. Well, the police coming along and sitting down and talking to him. Maybe, maybe he was a foreigner. Maybe that's the reason. They were just hiding this fact. Mm. Maybe, but maybe I've seen it. Okay, maybe I believe foreigners. that. Okay, yeah, so maybe it's just for foreigners. And I think it's definitely because. If there are problems, according to the Japanese perspective, they're often caused by outsiders. Doesn't mean it has to be from a foreign country, but someone mm. from a different area, someone who doesn't belong. Well, this is all kind of important for the purpose of police checking out what's going on, mm. I think. So, I mean, that, that's kind of the police's job is to keep people safe. And if, mm. if, yeah. if literally a five-minute meeting before you arrive, you know, when, when you get to your house the next day, just to see, ah, oh, hi, we're the local police, you know, mm-hmm. the little kobans around the corner, mm-hmm. you know, that's, then that's it. Like, I so think that's lovely. Like, is there a card you fill out before you move in that you fill out with the koban, the police force? Not that I've done. Mm-hmm. I suppose the city ward and that, you've got to notify them which ward you're living in. So, you got to, I mean, when you move, you've got to notify the, the ward for your health insurance. And We've done that too. And I would imagine... That information is available to people if you do. Right. You know, if there are crimes committed, that, that's going to be a kind of central place for the intelligence or whatever of what's going on. But I, I, I don't see anything wrong that if I moved houses and the police in the local area came up and said, Hi, we're the police. We're over there. If you need anything, da 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 have a good day. I think that's kind of like, okay, well, you know, so more than, I don't know, I just wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind it. I think that's great. Maybe that, that speaks to my upbringing of violent crime. No, you kidding. want to be but protected. The, yeah. the police yeah, are there like, to protect you. Seems, you're paying your tax towards these guys, and it, I think it's quite good that they know that there's someone here. No. Maybe I would far too much trust the Japanese police. <laughs> no, know. you're very trusting. Yeah. So in America, there's a lot of, yeah, our tax dollars pay them, but that doesn't mean they're actually doing anything worthwhile. I don't feel like they're doing much to protect us. And mm. also... Dallas is a big city, so quite often the police force is spread too thin. Mm-hmm. So, for example, yeah. for car accidents, uh, <clears throat> if you call the police for a car accident, they'll ask if anyone's hurt, and if not, it's not their problem. You need to go fill out the police mm-hmm. forms at the station on your own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They won't send anyone out, even for um, property crime. is not... I remember my apartment was broken into, and it took quite a while to get someone to come out. Um, same with car theft, mm. not an issue. Mm-hmm. They said there was nothing they could do, and they just, I don't even mm. think they, were, they filed a report. Yeah, uh, I guess, you know, I mean, the crime rate in Japan is just much lower, I suspect. There seem to be, at least in Tokyo, there seem to be police all over the place, as well as the Kobans and stuff. Mm. So lots of them. Right? They might need it more in they Tokyo. Might, they need it. I'm sure they need I it more. I agree with sure, that. I'm sure. But, but they, they seem to be enough when needed. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But, I mean, they don't really exactly have, like, gang problems and stuff here that are going to drain resources of police. But, um, yeah, so, okay. But, what are, what? Are, so, we're actually talking about what we found shocking or interesting when we moved to Japan, right? Yeah. So, um... What about prices? Everybody thinks Japan is an expensive country, which it, 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 I guess it is, but how does it compare? I mean, from, from your perspective. Well, Rie, what do you, you've been on traveling, where have you been? What, what? New York. How does it compare to New York? Living in, say, Tokyo versus New York, that's a, mm, a nice yeah, broad same. one. Oh, mm-hmm. Same price? Same price, I guess. And? Mm, a bit, a bit more expensive. Which one? Uh, New York. New York. Oh. Is that Manhattan or is that? Manhattan. So like if you outside of the borough, what do you uh, think? Mm. I suppose the same plaza Tokyo if you're in like Shinjuku or something like that, it's going to be. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. It's almost the same place. Okay. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So what in Lindsay, how did you find? So I think it depends on what you buy. 
If mm. you yeah. if I search for imported goods, it's going to be expensive mm. because mm-hmm. of all of the taxes. Mm. But if I buy local vegetables like Japanese daikon and cabbage, it's mm. cheaper. I can't get daikon for mm. cheap in America yeah, yeah. because we don't grow it in, in our soil. Yeah. It has to be imported. Mm. Um, and also... So Japanese fruits are notoriously mm-hmm. expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, strawberries, melons. Mm-hmm. Melons mm-hmm. can, because they're given as gifts or because mm-hmm. Yeah, Japanese you get like a single single melon wrapped up all nicely as a gift. For like $100. <laughs> I think if someone gave me a melon for my birthday or something, I'd be ready first off. But they're for But it's not for you. It's for the company president or something mm. so we've so gone was the company president <laughs> well no you wouldn't need anything else you give edible gifts because someone that wealthy has everything they need already they just need something to eat right th- like or to okay, share at the okay, dinner party right. but you want to impress them so I've spent maybe $40 on strawberries for gifts for his, um, his the head of his company mm. at a time and we've done that Twice, I think. Yeah. Uh, it's a nice box of strawberries. percent They're designed to be perfect, and mm-hmm. every single one, no blemishes, nothing wrong with it. Yeah, no, that, it, that was something very new to me, is to see these department store sections of, like, gift food. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, not like, you know, a bottle of wine, but, like, you know, something, yeah. fruits and, and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, that that's, I mean, the whole thing of gift giving as well right like mm-hmm. actually just that's a big deal it's very big and it, we, we were surprised by the importance of it mm-hmm. um, yeah. we made sure when we visited Japan to bring gifts from Texas so we brought this is actually a funny story so when we interviewed for one company before in Tokyo we brought Texas honey mm-hmm. in these beautiful glass jars but the glass jars were really big Mm-hmm. And we gave two because I read somewhere that giving one is not a good idea. So you should give multiples, mm-hmm. but not four because four is an unlucky number. Um, so two or three. So I gave two glass jars of gourmet honey and it was too much. They were just like, this is going to sit in our office forever. And <laughs> it was funny. Nothing came of that interview. Like that interview, we didn't get any work from it. It was really funny. Yeah. So then when I gave just chocolate bars, like exotic chocolate bars, what was yeah. it? They're, the girls at his office are still talking about the black pepper potato chip flavor chocolate bar. <laughs> they wow. loved it. Wow. From some local Dallas yeah. uh, confectionery. Yeah. Well, I think it's like gifts are going people go away on holiday and then they come back, you know, you're mm-hmm. expected to give some souvenir or something mm-hmm. like that from where you were from. And then you're supposed to reciprocate at some stage when you go away. But mm-hmm. I've received really rubbish gifts sometimes. Nothing, you know, now and then you get something like, quite wow, you know, this is great. You know, like, got you know, some nice um, almond chocolates and things from Hawaii or things That's like that, which, which is, is really good. But, mm-hmm. but I got, like, from Australia, a colleague of mine came back and gave me a ruler like, I don't know what that is. Just, just, just a, a koala, like you know, ruler, like, like from from a stationery pack. That's it. I mean, I, I mean, you know what I mean? It's really funny. I was like, well, <laughs> yeah, what is this? I. It's <laughs> like, well, cheers. Yeah, okay. You know, I mean, okay. Thanks for thinking of me, but you know, like. Yeah. I think we're um, expecting food. I was expecting like. Food. <laughs> I didn't expect anything. So I mean, okay. I, I guess you know you don't expect anything. So it was still a nice dish, but but it just took me as a bit of a surprise because what what you read about Japan before coming is this whole you know culture gift giving and people bowing courteously and giving you a wonderful gift that you know and mm-hmm. to then you get like oh yeah, by the way it's in Australia yeah have a ruler I'm quite <laughs> surprised by that it's a bit of a difference but um, a ruler <laughs> yeah. I thought you said arugula arugula <laughs> no, insert syllables no ruler <laughs> like, yeah. okay yeah. A measuring ruler. Yeah, a measuring ruler. Okay. Like as a gift. Got it. I get it is a gift, but it just is a surprising gift because it's a very <laughs> It's not a yeah, it's not what I read in the you know, the travel guide. So we just uh, came back from Kyoto yeah. and we brought everyone Yatsuhashi. Yeah. Is it Yatsuhashi or Yatsuhachi? Yatsuhashi. Okay, and what is okay. that? Um not snack. Um sweet. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, kind of sweet. Uh, kind of Mochi. Yeah, mochi. Mm. Okay. Mm. 
So, so okay, yeah. They're mochi triangles that are very thin with, uh, like, an in the middle, mm. the bean paste. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are awesome. So good. That, that's perfect. Uh, that, that, I think, if you need to give gifts in Japan, I think that, mm-hmm. that, that's kind of the label you've got to go for. It's like a local something. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just local food. Done. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. people that have been Don't to worry. Kyoto yeah. have tried them and loved it, and mm-hmm. you can only buy it there. So well, that, yeah, yeah right. so yeah. they're like, oh wow, yeah. thanks. Or it maybe it brings back good memories from their trip mm-hmm. when they've been there before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's nice. Yeah. And because uh, Japanese people, so Japanese homes, there's no room for junk. There's no room for a ruler in a Japanese <laughs> yeah. home. <laughs> yeah, Where yeah. do you put it? <laughs> do you have well, it displayed in a pencil cup? I mean, uh, yeah. No, no, it's somewhere. It's in a box. But food, it'll but get eaten food, and eat, enjoyed. And, yeah. mm. and this is kind of this is another thing that surprised me actually was the food, um, the portions of food. I mean, this is well known. I mean, I, you guys are from you know from America, so of course, like there's renowned for being the opposite. It's too but, big now. But mm. I think South Africa is somewhere in the middle. I don't think you know we're just normal-ish, I suppose. But the food sizes in Japan are not much of a problem, but the quantities of which you can buy things at the supermarket was different. It's so like you're not going to find, um, like giant uh, tubs of ice cream very easily, mm-hmm. things like that. You're not going to find. I've never seen those. I saw. Right. I found a while ago. I saw two liter Half tubs. Gallon. I saw two liter tub at uh, Max Value, but but that was the first wow. time. The first time in two years. I I've never seen thought that. of yeah. that until now. Mm. And so the, and um, your even your. Um, like your Coca-Cola or soda bottles, and they're one and a half liters. We have two or two and a half liters. So yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. What? What else? I mean, other other food portions. Just just purchasing things. They tend to just be smaller. You know, yeah. all your chocolates are smaller. Mm. Um, there's no giant chocolate bars of things <laughs> like. You know, you've, your cereals as well. Yeah. Cereals are a thing. I didn't get. You know, you like just getting your normal Kellogg cereals or, mm-hmm. or like. You know, three breakfasts later, you finish them or something like that, and I think that um, yeah, super small. Yeah, you just seem to have to go back and again and again sometimes, which which frustrates you because I'm used to like shopping for two weeks. Right. Where now it's like, well, I can, but I'm I don't know how I'm gonna get it home, and it's gonna be so many copies of the same packet. So that's the biggest <laughs> like, thing for me yeah. is um, the first time I went grocery shopping in mm. Japan, mm-hmm. I bought more than I could carry, and it was really difficult walking. I. Mm-hmm. I also didn't go to the closest grocery store to my apartment mm-hmm. because we were in a temporary apartment and I didn't know the area. Yeah. So I walked like two kilometers yeah. and went grocery shopping. I bought heavy things like rice and orange juice oh, wow. yeah. and milk and just fruit, fruit, like the heaviest mm-hmm. things you can. And I filled up my... I should have known because you don't get a big shopping cart. You get a small basket. That's true. Yeah, so if your that's basket true as well. is heavy, yeah. you know it's gonna be. You know you're that, gonna that's have a bad heavy. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and of course, most people here like bicycling and going to the subway and things. Yeah. People aren't taking out loads of food. That's right. You know, there's not this like shopping for the month story. It doesn't seem to happen as easily here. So now um, they opened a Costco down yeah, at the peninsula, yeah. mm-hmm. and that is where people. People will actually rent a car mm. and drive down with mm. friends, and they will split the cost of the rental car and the toll road and gas mm. just to go to Costco. Damn. Yeah, I can't imagine they're saving just... much money with the cost of renting a car, yeah. gas, and tolls. It's really it's a lot expensive. of effort, nothing else either. <laughs> yeah. It's just, just yeah, I, but yeah. So I, yeah, the, and and as back to prices in general. What about rent costs? Because that, that's, uh, to me, that, that's what makes a place like Tokyo expensive. I think mm. when you arrive in Japan, you don't know a lot of the local places to go to. And I think food can be fairly reasonably priced in Japan. Even eating out, you know, if you're having your like, beef bowl kind of things and stuff, you're not going to yeah. spend a lot of money. But, mm. of course, if you're going for pizzas or burgers or things like that, then you know, you're going to look to spend, and particularly in Tokyo, yeah. it's really expensive. Mm-hmm. But what sets it really apart, I think, is your rental prices and the sizes of apartments. I think that's where... It's going to really dent your income. So I have a question for Rie about what do you think of Komaki houses or apartments? Komaki is in the Inaka, not Inaka, but suburb Mm -hmm. versus Nagoya, the big city. Yes. And the price is different, the sizes of apartments. Yeah. Komaki is much cheaper. Oh, nice. How how much would it be actually? Like if you had, let's say, a two bedroom apartment, Mm -hmm. what what, what costs would you put it there? 
two bedroom. Yeah, two bedroom. Mm. Plus, very much plus minus. Someone just to guess. I think mm, about two bedroom. 70,000 yen? Yeah, okay, so 70,000 mm. yen for two bedroom apartment. Mm. In, the, in the suburbs. So mm. that, that's kind of what you're looking at. Okay. Mm. And in Nagoya for that, I'd say if you. In central Nagoya, maybe you over, you'll be over 100. Yes. Definitely. Yes. And then if you move to Tokyo, oh, can yeah. you say at 130, 140? Yeah. More? Plus, I mean, this is, this is your average mm. low place, so. Yeah, uh, yeah around. Mm. Yeah, hundred and forty, hundred fifty. So yeah. How do you measure mm -hmm. the how the mansions in Japan? Right, tatami. Do you yeah, measure it in tatami yeah. or LDK? Uh LDK. So tell what me, is what L is LDK? LDK. L is living, oh. and D is dining, dining room, oh. and K is kitchen. Kitchen. Oh, yeah. So three different mm. rooms. Yeah, ish. Mm. Yeah. There's only you see like two LDK and things like this, right? That's like the... Two, two, two LDK is... What is that? Two rooms. Two mm -hmm. rooms, okay. And living and dining and kitchen. Okay. But the living, dining, kitchen is all the same room. It depends. Mm. Oh, really? Mm. You got the tiny rooms. Where does the tiny room come into this? LDKT, why not? Yeah, because everyone seems to have the tiny room. So like... In my house... Some of them no count. Okay. Isn't mm. counted. Okay. Interesting. And and with the tiny rooms now, I mean, because I think this is this is maybe I didn't really know what the heck the tiny room was. I just assumed it was a room with a tiny mat that you could do things whatever you wanted. And I still don't really know what what do you do? What do most people do in the tiny room? If you're not having tea ceremonies twenty four seven, what what are you mm. doing in the tiny room? Do you watch TV? Do you sleep? Do you mm, what, sleep. What do you, sleep? Sleep. And during the day. Just the mm. room. You don't use it for it. It's like a bedroom. Mm, yeah. Okay. So it's like a a, mm, mm. a multi-purpose but generally sleeping room. Is that uh, in, fair? in my case. In your case. Mm. Okay. Cool. With mm. futon, right? Mm. Yes, futon. Cool. Mm -hmm. And Lindsay, yours? What do you, what do you use yours? Uh, right now it's Patrick's dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> um, he goes downstairs from the bedroom. Yeah. This has a really nice closet. Mm -hmm. So this is Patrick's closet. Okay. It's a it's big like two door kind okay. of closet. Mm -hmm. So, so between Husuma. 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 Nice. That's a, that's a, Japanese okay. closet. We like it. Mm. But this style is big enough for his Yeah, so the, mm -hmm. the yeah, so no I think what well, the, the, basically there's no real purpose per se for most people with the rooms. Because, I mean they, they are traditionally what they more for tea ceremonies and formal yes, things, right? Yes, that's right. Have you ever had a tea ceremony? Uh, only once. Only once, okay. Cool. Mm -hmm. In your own home? Mm. Uh, no, and our granddaughter's co-worker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my co-workers took us to a lovely tea mm. ceremony. But that was that was at a... Just his brother or cousin or something. Mm. So, I mean, his family who he was... Mm. Um, who had a tea ceremony place. Actual um, was it event a business? Place. I don't know if it was a business. I'm not sure. Was it a business? Oh. I don't know. Maybe. What? Maybe. Mm, professional yeah. tea. <laughs> I guess it was a place for maybe you could rent it as a place to actually do professional tea ceremonies. Mm. Nice. So this was the real formal like a replica I suppose of what it really was about and um, the it had the little the room with a small door and all that you know you're supposed to kind of crawl through the little door yes. to get in. The little door from what I was told was that many years ago when there were actually, you know, there's still wars going on in Japan between mm -hmm. them. The, the idea was that everybody goes through the door becomes equal because you have to bow down to kind of get through the door mm -hmm. so that all the different, the warriors and all from opposing sides were all seen as equal once they got inside. So that could, that was the place to come together regardless of what side you were on. Wow. That, that was the idea. Mm -hmm. But I think in modern Japan now, the tatami room is a little bit of a contested space, I think, because I don't really know... <laughs> I mean, so you, you, how long have you lived? I mean, the, the previous place you in Komaki, how, how long was? Uh, about 23 years. Because okay, so 23 years and you didn't, you didn't use the tatami room for tea ceremonies. No. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, that, that's not, I mean, not a single year, but um, so that, that's not like, that most people probably, Is right? the altar in there? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The altar for your ancestors? 
Mm-mm. Oh. Do you have a do you have, do you have an altar for ancestors? Like do you have dead grandmother pictures? No. No. Are your grandmothers no. alive? Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> well, there we go. Yeah. All right. That's great. Okay. So, but would okay. So, uh, it what? Do you don't have a, a shiny thing in your house? Uh, nothing. Okay, nothing like that. <laughs> because everyone is alive. <laughs> you are so lucky. No, but, but, okay, I guess. And your friends, this is what I'm interested in. Like, if you're as a server, if your friends, do they do they use it more? Uh, some people. Okay, some people. Mm. Well, this, this, I think this leads on to something else that surprised me. Um, which religion in Japan, or lack of religion in Japan. Oh. I had this idea before I came here of seeing everyone in kimonos and really, you know, traditional and things like that. But in my head, it didn't really link up because to me you got these two different images of Japan. The one is the modern otaku, kind of high-speed internet, bullet trains, manga, mm. kind of Japan. Yeah. The other is this very traditional tea ceremony type Japan with mm-hmm. the samurais and the, mm. that historical stuff. And to me before coming, I didn't really understand how did they integrate. Yeah. Which one was being made up, if I could put it like that. Because oh. it didn't seem to me that they could live by you know, side by side, which it does happen. It's it, a bit it, generational too. It's, it is very generational, mm. I think. And I think the new generation in Japan versus the, the older generation, let's say from grandparents to, to grandchildren, mm-hmm. I think it's huge. Yes. And a much bigger gap than what we used to back Absolutely. in Western countries. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, the you know, how traditional... Japan is, particularly with religion, I thought, well, they must be quite religious, because if you look at the the kimono kind of wearing woman, like, that is a religious thing, right? That's what I thought. Oh, no, That's no. what I thought, because that kind of culture and religion in, like, a Western society is kind of linked to some extent. I don't know if that's a fair What's thing to say. What's the equivalent, when you say kimono wearing well, yeah, religion, I don't know. in South Africa, yeah. what do they wear religious clothing? Well, not particularly with, with, like, with Christianity, but if with Muslim religions and things like that. There's certain, there's, oh. defi- there's definitely a link between the way you dress and the way you, things you do and the religion. I never would have applied right? that link to yeah. Japanese culture. That's a really That's what I thought of. So I thought, well, you know, it, what is this link to Buddhism? And you get here and you ask people about religion and it's like, just, yeah, you're both on Google afterwards. You know, there, there's nobody knows. <laughs> No, not nobody, but a heck. I know statistically that South Africa is 70% religious. 73% Japan is 30 So it depends. So it's pretty secular. It's much more secular than you're going to be in the US or almost most parts of the world. Yeah. It's like a Sweden and Finland and these places and Japan. So they don't, yeah. tradition mm. and religious belief are different. So Japan yeah. has a lot of ceremonies mm, and mm. I view it as having a lot of like deep roots in tradition. You like think about Oban, yeah. the festival mm-hmm. in August. Yes, August. Yeah, yeah. Oban is like visiting ancestors and things like mm-hmm. that. Right? Yeah. yeah, you take care of the graves. You there's certain mm-hmm. rituals you do. Well, like going to the shrine on New Year's Day. Well, this is a big deal. Now, everybody you know tricks off to the shrines and 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 does the thing. But but of those people, how many would actually claim to be Buddhist or Shinto, or actually claim to know much about the reality? Or do you think? How many people in the queue waiting to do the bells and things like that at the shrines do you think are actually practicing Buddhists or Shintoists? Um, mm, I'm not good at that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, because I, my, personally, I don't think many are. Mm. I reckon certainly are the younger ones. Is anybody under 30 there? If you had to ask them something about Buddhism, I don't think they'd give you an answer. I don't think they'd, they'd know too much about it. Personally, mm. I don't think so. They learn it at school. They show mm-hmm. social studies. They learn about the stuff. So, Rie, but, mm-hmm. I have a question for you. What goes through your head when you are ringing the bell at a shrine? Or is it a temple or shrine? Ooh. Who's got the bells? <sighs> what is what is the Komaki one? Where they have the penis festival? What's that? A shrine? Temple? Shrine. It's a shrine. I'm sure it's Komaki Shrine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Jinja. Shrine. Okay. Yeah. So it's a shrine. Okay, shrine. so let's we talk about shrine. So when you're at a shrine, mm. and you're the, the ringing the bell, and mm. so, what do you think about? Is it a religious experience or is it a cultural experience? Cultural. Cultural, okay. Mm. So that, that is the gap, because if I see someone going up to a temple or a shrine and ringing a bell and clapping, I would mm. assume it's a religion. Mm-hmm. That's my take. I thought that was a religious thing. But what are you thinking about? Is it just fortune, luck, or is it talking to gods, or...? 
What do you think when you clap and you uh, give money? Mm. Just for play. Really? Mm. In my case. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's really mm. interesting. Yeah, it is really interesting. Because you've also got, you got the... Um, I'm going to need some the Japanese words here. Um, the fortune, uh, the papers. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, what do you call it? Omikuji. Okay. Omikuji. So now those mystify me a little bit because... Basically, they, they're like fortune-telling things, right? I mean, you, you pick one mm. out and it tells you, mm. you know, tough luck or whatever. You know, you, it's good or bad. And, mm. But it seems very, the process is very, what's the right word? Is it mundane? Could I say it? Mundane? In fact, very, like, it's not like a spiritual process. It's kind of like you're picking out a drawer and taking out a piece of paper. Yeah. And then shaking a thing with the, with the, the can I call them sticks? I don't understand what's mm, for, but, stick. and mm. choosing a stick and be like, okay, mm. it correlates and oh, well, this isn't good. Mm. Whatever the case, but it seems so like, mm. I don't know, it's, it's not like a Buddhist, like, like, like in our case, you deal with like the priests of the church or things like that would, would come to your house and talk to you about maybe having problems with something and it was kind of linked to, I don't know, it just seemed more spiritual, where it's mm. pulling out a piece of paper and it's, on the stick and correlating and well, time. do people it just really believe different. it when you pull the mm. yeah do you, you believe get a fortune? It. yeah mm. okay so what time of year is the most important fortune new year's right new year's mm. yes did you get a new year's fortune this year yes what kind was it mm. good or bad good mm. there are levels of goodness right yeah. mm. can you tell me about that daikichi mm. is that mm. the best yes best and Daikyo is worst. Oh. So, so this is actually when you get the the, the, the fortune paper. Um, mm. when uh, omikuji. When you get the omikuji, mm. it will it will actually have these points on it. This is what you look for. So it's almost like a, like a grading table mm. of sorts, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, really good, really bad, mm. and you're gonna fall somewhere within that, that spectrum. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or you could just yeah, mm. it could be in the middle. Okay, mm. okay. So and yeah, so yours was good, right? Yes. Very good. The best uh, one. Not best one. Okay. Do you think? Okay, so what happens to bad fortunes? What do you do with them? Uh, tied with uh, tied to uh, tree, not tree, uh, place. Yeah, yeah. Like, like a, yeah, like a good mm. tying. What's supposed to happen when you do that? Uh, getting better. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> My get life better. Yeah. Okay. Really get improved or improved. something. Right? Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. Mm -hmm. So you, you kind of like give it away back back to nature, I mm -hmm. guess. Mm. Like, I don't want this. Nature, yeah, take yeah. it back. <laughs> and it, would you believe it? Or do you think people in general believe it? Like, like if they get a... Yeah, let's say you get a bad one. Bad. Let's say you get like a rotten one. And if, would, if I get bad one... What would happen? I don't believe it. it I don't yeah. believe it. Okay. So, um, only, only good one. Ah, oh, but if oh, you get a good one, you believe it. Well, that sounds lovely, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, that sounds wonderful. That's like the best. Mm -hmm. I should start doing that. <laughs> so, yeah, that, but overall, I think, yeah, it's completely secular and um, very culturally embedded. So mm -hmm. most acts of things you see that could be religious are more cultural than actually are religious things. I think that, that's quite a big difference. So, I mean, in South Africa, we don't really have a culture. I don't know, like American, you've got American culture, you've got things like this, but... It's I guess Thanksgiving or something would be kind of a something like that maybe. That's a good example. Magic. I was going yeah. to ask what is American culture, mm. but I guess Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is only us. Yeah, it's Western culture July, defined, isn't it? But it's only ours. Mm. But yeah, then again, Thanksgiving is. Is Thanksgiving would you describe it as a Christian holiday? No, it's secular. Okay. But people who go to church or religious ceremonies mm. will have. Uh, I'm sure the. Preacher will tie it in together, be thankful. Yeah. You always see the things in the movies of big families around the table, busy, you know, praying, whatever, and saying grace before dinner, and that's... very like thankful for the food we're having. And what are you thankful for today? And I, I just that yeah. part's not so religious. Mm. So I don't think like people who say grace mm. necessarily are that religious. Mm. And I don't just being thankful for. I think it's rare in America that we get all our family together. So. Yeah. It's, it's a not, movie moment. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah that's funny. <laughs> it's a movie moment. And it moment. definitely doesn't happen yeah. like that. Thanksgiving mm -hmm. is known for everyone arguing at the dinner table. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it's famous for. Yeah. Not, yeah. not everyone being peaceful. And thank you for the food. And then yeah, just... no way. Well, the... the yeah, what, what else? I mean, so the religion thing and then... Um, other stuff that I guess 
I noticed when 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 I got to Japan um, was or something I was warned about as well was that that banks and ATMs work a bit differently. That's mm. saying. I, I just heard about this saying like it, it was to do with when before I came to Japan with the travelers checks and things. Now I thought mm. my way of traveling was because you rob you need quite a lot of money for your rents and things like that. And yeah, I got quite a lot of travelers checks, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, maybe I'll put some money on my card, and then was advised, don't do cards until you've kind of settled in Japan, don't do cards. And I didn't really understand. What do you mean don't do cards? Do you mean like, so they have, what surprised me is a debit card is different than an ATM card. I have a specific card to get cash out of my ATM. Mm -hmm. We didn't get a debit card here. This is, Mm. yeah, it's it's odd. I mean, and the ATMs, they they go on holiday. Yeah. Mm. And the ATMs close. Today, they closed. (laughs) Today? Yesterday? No, like at night time or something, I don't know. Mm. They just close. Like for maintenance sometimes, they close for a while. Like two days <laughs> or something, so the ATM's closed. Mm. Like, what? Mm. You're like central Tokyo and you can't get money from an ATM. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I don't know why they need a holiday. That's why you I bank don't... with Shinsei. <laughs> the free, Thanks for no our sponsors. <laughs> we just chose it because, yeah, the ATMs have no fees and they're always open. It's 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. I get, I mean, really, what, what, why are they do, do, is there reasons? I've heard crime things. Is this ah, for crime. Okay, crime. What mm. kind of crime? What I, can you do? Maybe someone steal. Someone will steal. ATM bombings. ATM, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that'll happen, but... Yeah. Okay, but maybe, yeah, okay. Mm. And... And... Any other reasons? Are, maybe for maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> There's no maintenance. How much maintenance, like... Every night. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, mm. But mind you, the ATMs here are a little bit more intricate than, or mm. a bit more feature-packed than... That's um, true. Because, I mean, I, I think the South African ATMs look identical um, to the ones back home. Like, all over mm-hmm. the world, they look kind of the same that I've seen, right? you just got a card slot, you've got a mm-hmm. touch screen. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the end of it. Um, the, here you've got your bank books as well. Mm-hmm. Um, have you come across bank card books before? We chose not to get one. We would have. But in America, do you have like a checkbook, right? No, but like something you put in the actual insert your card or book into the ATM. No, we don't have that. Yeah, this is only Japan, I think. We actually you get a an actual booklet that you really? can. Yeah. Hey. I've never I've never seen this anywhere else. So you got this booklet you could use as your card if you're drawing money from from an ATM. I think it's uh-huh. old school, like in America before. Being able to check your balance on the computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that's probably the primary purpose. It would isn't print it out mm-hmm. on the book, I'm sure. So you can do that. There's like a telephone there thing for help, and I don't know what else. You can you can deposit money into it. I mean, like coins. You can deposit. What into them. coins? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so we've taken. Cool. We we broke it, but uh, <laughs> we did. We had to get the maintenance guy. Uh, <laughs> but, so he but does exist. He does exist. <laughs> He's the guy where they all close. He runs around. Mm. So the um. No, we had like some coins, you know, just do a normal pack of copper coins. Yeah. And this thing has a little slot. At least this is at the JP Post Bank mm-hmm. ATMs. And they have a slot there for coins and notes and things for depositing money mm-hmm. into your account. So, oh, this is great. You know, just take down the extra coins and throw it in. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we, we put it probably put too much in or something like that and it started beeping. And <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. It caused a few delays at the station mm-hmm. ATM. But. But, um, were people in line behind you? Yeah, there were three ATMs, but we broke the one. So we kind of just made the queue a bit longer. But um, anyway, but this guy came. We had to ring them on the phone. That's all the phones there as well. To yeah. kind of say, hey, I broke it or there's a problem. And yeah. someone comes. But um, you, yes, yeah, so you can deposit money. I mean, you can... Is it, I see there's lots of things you can do on those ATMs. It's quite, they're quite feature-packed. I mean, it's mm. more, more than what I'm used to, at least. They look a bit more. I haven't used the services properly. Can you do a bank transfer? Yeah, yeah. On yeah. ATM? Oh, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that, like, that type of thing is quite impressive to me because I don't think I could do a bank transfer payment through an ATM. I don't know. But, yeah. But, anyway, but yeah, I mean, basically, yeah, just get, you've got to get prepared if you come in for the ATMs, like, after maybe 10, 11 o'clock, you're either going to pay more or they're just going to be closed. And that is a mm. pain. Yeah. It's an absolute pain. When in a country that's... Which card facilities at shops are not even that popular. Not always. Oh, you mean paying by card? Yeah. Yeah, everything. I would recommend cash. Cash. Mm. Cash for everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been in Takashimaya once with the JP Bank. Well, now, JP Bank's actually... I mean, it's the biggest bank in Japan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was sent downstairs to go and draw money before I could use it. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I just don't understand this. Like, why can only some concepts be... 
you know, like some, like, yeah, I don't know. So, some cards can use, some some cards can't. But um, yeah, and I don't know what else. I mean, maybe we've got to, we've got to we've got to round it off off soon. Um, we maybe about the, um, the the punctuality of things. That's surprising. not not the punctuality of trains. That that I knew. I think right. the, the, the world knows Japan's fairly on time for those things. But <laughs> but the punctuality of people and yeah. the absolute stress that goes on. It's made me stressed. So more than normal. I think part of that yeah. is because. Y- Okay, yeah, you're absolutely right. In America, if I had a party and I said it started at 7, yeah. people would show up at 7.30. Yeah, yeah. In Japan, they would show up at 6.50. Yeah, yeah. 10 minutes before mm-hmm. and either wait outside or, like... I was told five minutes before it's on time. That that was what I was told. That, yeah. That's the cultural thing, right? Like, mm, 10 or 5. 5, 10, ten. minutes is, is on time. <laughs> See, in America, it's rude to show up 10 minutes early. Really? Because you're inconveniencing the people. They said so arrive at right? seven. Yeah. Mm. If you're early, they're not ready yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think in Japan, you don't meet at someone's house. You meet at a restaurant, mm-hmm. and if one person is late, mm. everyone goes in together. Mm-hmm. So it's better for everyone to make sure everyone mm. is on time. Yeah, and also parties. Seem, I've found that like you go to a work function, and it's mm-hmm. like okay, it's from seven o'clock until nine o'clock, mm-hmm. and nine o'clock it's over. Like yeah. it's finished. Like you're going home. Yeah, like yeah. And this, like, if you're having a really good time, and all of a sudden it's like, all right, thanks guys, let's go. And it's like, do you think you it's know? because it's the uh, set course at the restaurant though? Only ninety minutes or one hundred and twenty minutes? That, that I'm sure, like that, that can be the case. Mm-hmm. But, but like even you know, it it just seems that things end and they end quite. You know, I mean, we went to the Belgian Beer Festival, I mean, last night, and people seem to be having a good time and things, and all of a sudden, boom, lights are gone, music's off, get I out, think tables the came in. DJs left at 8 p.m. See, yeah, but it 8 p.m. It was really surprising. Yeah, like, mm. yeah, so, I, I don't understand always why things end, why can't they just keep going? I understand train times, I get yeah. that. Like, okay, it should leave at, like, half past 11 as a fair mm-hmm. time for a lot of things to start quietening down. That's true, we always try and keep an mm. eye on that for other people's sake. But, but it's terrible mm-hmm. to start a party knowing it's going to end, like, just... Rap, like just cut. I don't. I don't like <laughs> that. Um, well, most parties here are not at people's homes. Oh, so that's that's not true. You yeah. always meet out. Mm. People mm. don't enter. Like this is rare having people over in yeah. Japan. Yeah, mm. yeah, that is true. Yeah, the house parties don't really happen because people live close together or mm. yeah things like that. I guess. Mm. But yeah. So anything else you'd like to discuss? I think we've discussed a fair. Those those are the things that struck me. Right? After, yeah. Those were like the. Within the within your first few few weeks, these are the things that you're gonna come across that are just gonna, I guess, make you reflect a bit more on what mm. your culture is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know, but yeah, it's good and bad. But anyway, yeah. So, cool. So that's that's just wrap it up. Yeah. All right. So say bye. Thanks. Bye bye bye. Yeah, bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. Cheers. Thanks for listening. This has been a Fish Pants JP podcast with me, Grant. And Lindsay. And yeah. You can find us at fishpants.jp and on Facebook at Facebook forward slash fishpantsjp. Bye. Bye. Bye.